for Radio 1 91FM podcast. Fetal alcohol spectrum disorder, FASD, refers to a group of conditions that individuals whose mothers drunk alcohol during their pregnancy are born with. There is no cure for FASD, so effects such as intellectual disabilities, behavioural problems and even heart defects will last a lifetime. Any alcohol consumption during pregnancy can expose a child to developing FASD and in severe cases it can cause children to die before birth. Today, we are joined by Professor Anita Gibbs from the Department of Social and Community Work here at Otago University to discuss the prevalence of those with neurodisabilities such as FASD and the criminal justice system, the challenges people with these disabilities face, and what can be done to address this problem. Kia ora, Anita. Are you there? Yes, yeah, kia ora. Hello everyone. I just wanted to start by um, getting to understand a little bit more about these neurodisabilities, mm-hmm. um, and in particular FASD. Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, there are a range of neurodisabilities. Um, FASD is just one of them, and that's one of the ones that we know about because of the um, aspects to do with drinking, um, you know, before children are born. And there are issues in our drinking culture, of course, um, around how that actually happens. So it's not just a, a woman's problem. It's actually all of society's problem. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, there are other neurodisabilities that are familiar to people, ADHD, autism, uh, acquired brain injury, where people have had brain injuries and then, um, you know, basically been impacted across the life course uh, communication disorder. So, um, but FASD is probably the most prevalent. I mean, certainly in the general population, it's deemed to be three to five percent of the general population. But in criminal justice, it's deemed to be anything from seventeen percent to uh, well over thirty-six percent. There's been specific studies, but um, even significant neuro impairments in our criminal justice population up to. 90%, 89%, um, one study showed in Australia uh, of significant um, neuro impairment um, for, for most young people in a detention centre. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, just like you said, reports state that people with FASD are up to 19 times more likely to get in trouble mm-hmm. with the law mm-hmm. and they're highly vulnerable to becoming homeless. Why is it Absolutely. that people with neurodisabilities are more vulnerable <laughs> to finding themselves in this cyclical mm-hmm. relationship with the criminal mm-hmm. justice system? Well, I mean, I think you've got to really go back to the fact that we're not um, preventing these children, um, you know, from getting into trouble. We're not, um, we don't have an infrastructure of support uh, through our services. These children don't get assessed or, um, you know, diagnosed um, early enough. They're not screened. Um, So basically, they're then um, going through the education system um, and then getting often, um, you know, not supported thoroughly because they have all sorts of issues around, you know, learning, memory. Um, not not all those living with FSD, but it is a significant disability. It's not acknowledged as a disability for funding as part of our New Zealand structure of disability services support. Uh, so there's so many reasons why these children are not picked up early and supported early and their families are not supported early, which makes them more vulnerable. They're vulnerable to becoming victims because of, um, you know, they're easy to exploit quite a lot of the time because they're quite um, often having, you know, struggles um, with uh, cognitive issues and um, they're, they're very easily led, uh, some, some of them, um, and they don't, um, you know, they learn differently. Uh, but if, if they were supported better, they probably would be a lot less likely to get into trouble. Um, but it's just they end up fast-tracked, I think, because their behaviour is perceived to be the issue, whereas actually it's a brain injury that's not really being um, accommodated as we would other types of physical disability. Mm-hmm. Okay, and this is not like a new issue. Um, <laughs> I read that in 1874 yeah. there was a petition to the House of Representatives about the danger of alcohol in mm. um, Maori communities in particular, saying yeah. that yeah. our babies are not born healthy because their parents drink to excess and the children yeah. suffer. 
So why hasn't there been much policy development in this area in the past century and a half? Yeah, yeah. Well, you also look at you know how, how alcohol came to Aotearoa. So you know the Europeans brought it with them, um, and so it is a, a, a you know a consequence of settler colonialism to, to some extent. But the reality is is that um, you know it's a billion dollar industry. Um, you know, a couple of billion dollars a year, perhaps uh, the government might might earn on excise duty. Um, it's something we don't want to face, I think, because alcohol is the legal drug. You know that that, that we um, have in Aotearoa, and we think of our you know drinking culture, even our student drinking culture, sadly, um, where it's so normalised. Um, it's normalised across all cohorts of society, um, and therefore we don't want to face that dark side. I think that we have where we're um, not not even overdoing it but but um you know because small amounts of alcohol can affect our, our children before they're born so i think we've got to look hard at um who's controlling if you like the um alcohol industry who's controlling the messages about uh, you know are you harmed if you drink a few too many whereas clearly the research the brain research especially is telling us yes there's potential for um significant harm before if you know if, if people are pregnant so obviously the message is don't don't drink at all if you're thinking about becoming pregnant and even be you know, completely careful if there's any likelihood that you could become pregnant. Uh, but not making it a women's issue. It is all of our issue, and we're probably all not um, just, you know, stepping up to the mark to address it, really. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So what supports are there to assist <laughs> people at the moment um, with FASD, and why aren't these very effective measures? Yeah, well, I mean, look, there are some supports, but there's just a lot of the time it's, it's the, the assessments and diagnosis because we don't have the health services geared up um, to be able to provide this. So people often have to pay for assessments and diagnosis. It can cost up to $9,000 for a thorough assessment diagnosis Gosh, because yeah. we're looking at the impairments across um, 10 brain domains, internationally recommended guidance for assessment and diagnosis. So it costs a lot. It's very intensive. Um, we don't have uh, kids identified when families, um, you know, that, that perhaps where there's been an issue of drinking, families and children might be on the on the cusp of coming into care and so on. We don't get them assessed at that level sufficiently, frequently. And then in the education, because we're not perhaps supporting those with different learning needs as much as we need to, the kids are kind of, you know, they're almost uh, lost at an early stage and we need to be actually identifying and screening them through education processes a bit better. There are, I mean, there are some uh, agencies that work with children, um, obviously with disabilities, but because it's not got the disability support funding, they aren't, they don't have permission. So these kids get kind of gate kept out of um, the services that we might give to those perhaps who have um, autism or, um, you know, other forms of disability in in Aotearoa because they're Mm -hmm. accepted, have, you know, that funding. So, yeah, so, and then injustice they can get some supports i mean there, there are you know through family group conferences and so on they can get um you know extra support for education and activities and community um service if they're doing that kind of um, voluntary work that they need support with but at the same time it's still core to go back to um keep them in their families and support them better in their families most families i've interviewed as part of my research would say woeful the the lack of supports that they get and they have to constantly battle to get any helps and supports to help them keep their children safe and well and um, flourishing my last question for you today is um that a lot of reporting around fasd is heartbreaking i mean headlines like the article you wrote in march saying what sort of society leaves disabled people locked up and dying early i want to know what you think needs to be done to create better outcomes for people with fasd 
Well, I think we need to absolutely, I mean, not be that ambulance at the bottom of the cliff because basically we've got huge numbers already in our prisons. So we've got to backtrack and say, why are we using prisons to actually act as our disability support services? It's just wrong. So therefore we need to get back to when these children are in families Uh, what are we going to do to support families at a much younger age? How do we identify them? How do we actually get their needs met? How do we actually give them the right as disabled children to be on an equal playing field as all of um, the children uh, you have, you know, those who are not um, disabled and so on? So that it's about reframing uh, how we view them. We're viewing them negatively as being naughty, as being uh, poor in their behaviour and actually, um, you know, as willfully um, deviant, whereas in fact most of the time they have a brain injury um, in the similar way that we might look after somebody with, with Alzheimer's or, or, or other types of injuries or other types of brain injuries, why are we not actually looking at this group of people and actually understanding better that they are actually um, long-time disabled and we need to give them disability support? They just don't get that. That was the Radio 191 FM podcast. You can find more at r1.co.nz or wherever quality content is found.